you folks we're bringing you a series of studies on divine healing true and false and i want to mention that uh, i've gotten two or three letters from folks uh taking me for a, a skinning so so to speak about the different things that i said but i praise the lord that folks are listening and uh i i told one man who wrote me i said well he's told me i was a fool and all of those things and i was lost and on the road to hell and i told him i said well I'm happy that my salvation doesn't rise and fall with you or with anybody else and that the old trailblazer's sins are under the blood. Surely he, he made out like it that I was just a sinner and never had. Yes, that's right, I am. And maybe he's not a sinner, but I am sinner saved by grace. And that's the difference, my friend. What is a, saved, what is a believer? A sinner saved by grace. Never gets away from the fact that he, the Lord chose him, the Lord awakened him, the Lord saved him, and showed him that he was an old sinner. And then gave him grace to trust the Lord for salvation. Trust the Lord for the shed blood and all of those things. It's just a gracious time to serve the Lord. And I praise the Lord for each one of you who, whom the Lord has saved and whom the Lord has blessed with the old trailblazer. I wish you could read all the mail, the email I get from folks telling me how much they appreciate just the old trailblazer. Just being down to earth, they say. Just an old down to earth fellow. And say it, telling it like it is with a... Oh, homespun uh, sometimes, but I praise the Lord for you folks who listen, and then for you who help me with the broadcast. Would you pray with me? You say, well, Pastor, I'd like to help you, but I'm not able. That's no problem. You pray for me. You go to prayer this Sunday, this coming Sunday, Lord's Day. You ask your prayer group, y'all pray for the old trailblazer down there. He's going through some hard times, and uh, he's, he's wanting to get out the gospel on a greater scale. And then if you want to help get out the messages, we have Pastor Shelton's booklets here by several hundred of them, titles. We'll send you a packet of them. You can give out in the jail, in the hospital, in the sick room, and we'd be glad to do that. And you old truckers out there on Highway 95 and I-40 and I-75, you write me. I'll send you a pack of those booklets. You can hand them out at the truck stop in the way station. But before we go into the message, I want to bring you in one more of our choir song. Would you Would you listen?
let's get back to our study now. We're looking at uh, our divine healing, true and false. In our last message, last study, we were looking there about healing is not a, uh, is not a gospel. Divine healing is not a gospel. So you ask, what is the gospel? Let's look where, where the Apostle Paul uh, said there in 1 Corinthians 15. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel. Here's the Apostle Paul now. Many of you love the Apostle Paul. Oh, Miss Brother Paul. Yes, and I do too. He said, Here I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which ye also have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also you are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received how that Christ died for our sin. Now, that's what the old trailblazer preaches, how that Christ died for our sin, according to the Scripture, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. Everything the old trailblazer does, my aim and my purpose is to bring you the gospel, and that is how Christ died for sinners. Now, Paul tells us that the good news, Christ died for sinners, according to the Scriptures, was buried, arose, the third day, according to the scriptures, Christ died as our substitute. You know anything about a substitute? Do you know anything about a substitutionary death of Christ? Do you know anything about a substitute taking your place? You must have a substitute, my friend. You must have a substitute or you'll never be saved. Someone has to pay your sin debt. You can't pay it. You can't pay it. I don't care what you work your fingers to the bone. You crawl up the steps to the chapel over there somewhere in Rome till your knees bleed. You can't, you can't pay your sin. Old Martin Luther found that out. He was cr- crawling up them steps, and the scripture came to him. And by faith, by grace, you're saved through faith. And he got up from there and went home. But, my friend, you have to have a substitute. Now, I want to tell you this little incident I read. It's, him. it's a true story. Back during the Civil War, Several of the southern soldiers were captured and tried for some terrible crime, maybe treason or something, and they were scheduled to be executed by a firing squad. And one of them was a, was a little older man than the rest of them. He had a wife and children back at home. And this young man who had nobody, had no family, had no children, anything, he asked his sergeant or his commander, said, would, would, would you mind, would you let me take his place? He's got a wife and five children down there in South Alabama somewhere. And it was unheard of. And the man told him, said, well, I can't do that, but I can find out from the superior officer. So he did. And the man said it was all right. So the day came. He was lined up. This young man lined up with those other four or five of them. And they were shot uh, in a firing squad and uh, taken out there in the, wherever they buried them in the old cemetery. And this man went home free. And after a while, the war was over and he went home free. And after his kids were got a little bigger and a little grown up and things settled down, he told them one day, he and his wife, he said, we're going to go up there in uh, Tennessee. I want to tell you boys and girls a story. When we get up there, I'll tell you. And they went out there to this old cemetery under a bunch of old live oak trees and all. And he found this man's grave. is all sunk in. The dirt was kind of sunk in. The grass had grown over it. He took his pocket knife and began to cut back the grass where he could see the grave was pile up. And he went to telling them this story about how this man took his place. He said, this man took your daddy's place, died for me, died for me. I, I, was, I was guilty of a crime. And he paid. That crime had to be paid for. Justice had to be settled. And he took my place. And you boys and you girls, you wouldn't have a daddy if it hadn't been for this man. So I tell you, my folks, 
That's a beautiful story of how Christ died for sinners. Christ took my place. Christ took the old the old trailblazer's place. John, I know that just as well as I know uh, what my name is, folks. But listen, Christ died. Christ died. Isn't that good news to a guilty sinner? Oh, it's not good news if you're not guilty. It's not good news if you're not guilty. You say, oh, I'm not no sinner. I'm no sinner. I'm not guilty. Well, it's not good news. The Word does not say that Christ died for our sins and our sicknesses. No, it doesn't say he died. It, it doesn't say that. It says he died for our sins. Now, my friend, I hope you get over that. Christ never died for our sicknesses. He didn't die for our healing. So this brings us to this thought. Then the gospel can be stated thusly. Here is a poor, old, guilty, depraved, guilty, hell-deserving sinner, and there's Christ dying on the cross for such a sinner, rising from the dead as his living receipt. Did you know we have a living receipt in heaven? That's right. That's right. Did you know the scripture says that our names are engraven in the palms of his hand? Can't you imagine the Lord gazing over those names there? One of these days... Won't be too long, I don't believe. The old trailblazer be taken up into heaven if the Lord comes. Or if not, we'll go in the grave and lie there, lay there till till the resurrection of our bodies. But one of these days we'll be up there with the Lord. And I I can see myself now looking in his hands. If he let me allow me to look in his hands there and say, Lord, my blessed Lord, let me see old Pendorvis' name there in your hand. Let me see it. Let me see my wife's name there. Let me see my children's name there. Their names have been there all these times. We, and, and I want to see them. I just, you said that you, our names are engraven there. You say, well, old Trebles, you're just an old crazy kook. Got a letter from a man yesterday. He said, you're just a fool. The old Trebles a fool. No, I'm not a fool. But if I am, let me be a fool for Christ's sake. My friend, listen. I wrote him back. You know what I told him? I said, I want to thank you for your criticism. I did. That's what I told him. I said, I want to thank you for your criticism. Does that bother you for folks to criticize you? It doesn't me. Except it bothers me to know most probably he's a lost soul on the road to hell, doesn't know it, and all he could think about is criticizing some poor soul. He didn't say it in a loving manner. He didn't say, old trailblazer, I'm afraid you're not. I'm afraid you're mistaken, sir. Would you, would you, no, he didn't say that. His opening sentence was, the old trailblazer is a fool. Just a fool. Oh, my friend, listen, surely I am. As far as worldly, worldly knowledge is, I'm, I am. I, I, that's right. But listen, I'd rather be a fool for Christ's sake than I had a skeptic. I told him, I said, I don't need you to criticize me. I got enough folks criticizing me now that you got to stand in line to criticize the old trailblazer. So anyhow, I wrote him back and told him. And I'll tell you this while I got just a moment. I had a man wrote me a letter one day, a few while not too far ago, and he says, uh, "Since you're the voice of truth, we have a voice of truth broadcast. Since you're the voice of truth, I want to ask you this question: Who was uh, Cain's wife? Who was Cain's wife? Now, my friend, listen. I knew what kind of question it was, but he went on to tell me that he was a doctor, had a B.A. and a B.M. and a M.S. and all that, and he said I got a Ph.D. pending." So I wrote him back, and I said, I don't usually answer this kind of letter, but I'll tell you who Cain's wife was. It was his sister. And there wasn't no other women living but his sister. And uh, I said, any fool would know that. But I said, uh, I usually don't write you folks back. And I said, uh, my daddy used to say that a 
smart, uh, ignorant man could ask a question that a smart man couldn't answer. So I just wrote him back and told him, thank you for challenging me and, and those things. But I said, I don't have a Ph.D. pending. I don't have a B.A. or M.A. or L.T.D. No, all I have uh, behind my name is S.S., Save Center, R.B.W., Blood Washed, whatever you want to call it. But, my friend, this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I know I've gotten off my subject today. We're going to get back in it on our next study. If you would, write me. Sit down and write me. And you folks up there in Sweetwater, Tennessee, I'd like to hear from some of you. But you write me and let me, let me know that you're listening. Just let me know that you're listening. And uh, maybe one day you pick up the phone and call me there at the office. My phone number at the office where I'm at every morning, air code 225-664-8658. And just ask the girl for the old trailblazer. They'll put you in touch with me. And if I miss you, I'll call you back. Call you back and uh, be glad to talk to you, whether it's... Uh, uh, Telling me how, how what the Lord has done for you or telling me that you think I'm an old fool like this fellow wrote me. I had one letter wrote the other day. A man wrote me and he said, you ain't no kook preacher. Go on a preaching. That's the way he put it. Somebody from up there in, in West Virginia or somewhere. He says, you ain't no kook preacher. Go on. Keep on preaching. So I am. That's what I'm going to do. The Lord called me and he didn't ask me to find out if it's all right with you. No, he gave me the commission. Go ahead. So I, I want to just thank the Lord for you today. And uh, my mailing address, Radio Missions, or Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye, and God bless you.